Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mundelein, Illinois, where we have an East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup between the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers and the Carmel Corsairs. I'm your host, John Halloran, along here with Abriana Williams on 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Uh, it is a hot and humid evening tonight in Mundelein. It's very warm. We have storms in the area, so hopefully we'll be able to avoid those. Uh, Carmel enters this matchup with seven wins, four losses, and one tie in the midst of a very, very packed schedule uh, at this point uh, in the season. Abriana, what are you hoping to see out of tonight's game? Hoping to see some very good soccer from Carmel Catholic to pull off the win. You know, it, making that W and um, hopefully making something come out of the season is something that everybody wants and that's all I really want to see just some good soccer this is the second game in East Suburban Catholic Conference play for the Corsairs. They opened up their conference season uh, last week with a 3-0 win over Notre Dame. Uh, and this will be their second matchup against uh, Joliet tonight. They followed that uh, win over Notre Dame last week with a loss to Crystal Lake South 4-3 in overtime before picking up a win a 5-0 win over Stevenson. That's an impressive, impressive victory. So they head into this, into this game having scored 11 goals in their last three matches. Fantastic. So Joliet Catholic, what's their record looking like so far? Well, we actually did not, uh, we're not able to get their record uh, from their coach prior to the game. So we actually don't know how they're doing this season. Um, they do tend to be a team that doesn't have quite as much uh, depth and tends not to be quite as technical as Carmel. So it'll be interesting to see what they do tonight. I would uh, expect uh, either by plan or uh, as reality of the match that they will end up spending a lot of time in their own half. Um, they're really going to need to play some solid defense. They're going to need to be, be organized, uh, communicate with each other, sacrifice their body, and, and, ho and have some uh, solid goalkeeping play to stay in this match tonight. Okay. Um, how do you see who's going to be like the the major difference maker for Carmel Catholic. Well, I think there's a number of plays we have to, uh, players we have to keep uh, keep an eye on. Uh, Michael Alamu right now is the hot hand for Carmel. He had a, a number of goals this weekend, and uh, Coach Krawczak is awarding or rewarding him with the start uh, tonight up top. He's playing in that front three line with Rob Rao and Austin Aaron, um, and Carmel is coming out in that 3-4-3 that we saw last week. Okay. Um. One thing that's been interesting for Carmel over the past few days is their situation at goalkeeper. Uh, we saw uh, Kyle uh, Nauer take a knock um, last Wednesday against Notre Dame, and he did finish the match, but then uh, he missed uh, this weekend's matches. So uh, he was a question mark. We actually don't know if he is going to be starting tonight or not. That was a game-time decision. Uh, if not, we will be seeing Camden Krautsack, uh, who is a freshman in the net for Carmel. So I'm sure he's a very sturdy goalkeeper because if not, he would have picked somebody else. But we'll see how it goes from there. He does have an experienced back line in front of him. Chris Galla and Brett Clough on those outside back uh, spots. They were starters last year when Carmel took third. And uh, they are anchored tonight and have been this season by Travis Curley playing that center back position. Very strong back line. I remember last time watching them play, they were just so strong, especially against, I think it was Notre Dame. It was fantastic the way they played and how they switched the ball so easily and get the mix up the forwards there get the through passes it was fantastic and I do imagine they'll have some space tonight to work that ball around the back I, uh, I think it's going to be hard for Joliet to, to put a lot of high pressure on that back line so Carmel should have an opportunity to possess the ball up the field out of the back 
They have Devin Cole in front of them as they're holding midfielder, and Devin, as we've seen all season, is a is a terrifically talented player, very technical, very smooth on the ball. Um, and he has Josh uh, Greshik in front of him, who also is, is just a fantastic player, flanked by Luke Johnson and Reed Wilson at those outside mid positions. What I've noticed with Carmel is that they're so technical and they so, they're so good with the ball, and that's just something I usually don't see when it comes to teams like that. But they're just a real big difference maker, I see. Yeah, we saw that last year, too. You know, um, Carmel was an ex- exceptionally technical team. Um, they did run into a little bit of trouble when they when they played teams that were bigger, stronger, faster. Um, but when it comes to pure skill, uh, they can play with anybody. So now the players are lining up for the national anthem. I remember Austin Aaron last game was a big key factor in their offense there. Yeah, he is coming off uh, 28 goals last season, which obviously was a spectacular season. Hasn't quite had that same goal-scoring pace this year. But, uh, you know, as we saw last time, his first... 10, 15 yards uh, anytime he has an opportunity. He, unbelievable. Uh, the best acceleration I think I, I've probably ever seen. You'll see him one way, you blink, and he's gone to the end line. It's yeah, and it's it's a nice compliment for Carmel because they are technical, they can work the ball around, but anytime they need to, they can just pop it over the top yeah. and, and, and just let Austin run it down. And the great thing about him is that he's, he's also very technical as well, and he has great control of the ball, even with his speed, which is yet again something you usually don't see with players. Yeah, and I uh, you know, I think he does do a little bit better on grass. Um, I think it, it helps settle the ball for him on the breakaways. What we see on turfs and what we saw last time is that a lot of times if you do are, if, if you are trying to play those longer balls on turf, a lot of times they'll run out of bounds or they'll mm. run to the goalkeeper. So it is a little tougher to find that space um, on those on those longer balls. You have to, to put some texture on the, on the ball, get the right weight on the pass. The forward has to make the right runs. Um, it is possible, and, and yes. we probably will see that tonight. Teams are being introduced right now um, as we await for kickoff, which should be in about two more minutes. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney is proud to sponsor this all-star Catholic high school game of the week. If you are looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Ziegler Nissan of Gurney at Grand Avenue in Route 45 is here to help. We're easy to find and just started construction on our new state-of-the-art facility coming soon. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney at Grand Avenue and Route 45 or online at ZieglerNissanGurney.com. And once again, you are joining us tonight for this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup between the Carmel Corsairs and the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. It is a hot and humid evening here in Mundelein, and we do have some storms on the radar, but thankfully they have stayed north so far, and we're hoping that continues and that we can get this game in uninterrupted. Like we were saying before, defense for Joliet Catholic needs to do what? Well, you know, if, if I was the coach, I would drop seven uh, players behind the ball. I would stay compact. Um, I would make sure that, uh, you know, my players stayed goal side at all times. I, I, they can try to possess with Carmel, but I think if they do that, they're going to be in trouble. I think the best strategy in a game like this, when you know you're outgunned, is to just concede possession to the other side, sit back. Um, and, uh, and, and when you do win possession, to play more direct, to try to play with one or two targets up top and, and try to get lucky and connect one or two passes, maybe on a counterattack or a set piece, a corner, something like that. Um, to try to go head-to-head, toe-to-toe with Carmel, I think would be a real mistake tonight. Yeah, like you were saying before, Carmel is a very fast team, and, you know, you never know. Underdogs might win the game. 
maybe the Victorias will stand. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. I mean, soccer can be a fluky game sometimes. Yeah, these 40 minutes are gut-wrenching. Listening to the anthem right now uh, as we await kickoff, which should be here in the next minute or two. Coming up on Wednesday for Carmel, they will be playing St. Pat's away. That game will be played at Resurrection High School down in Chicago. And then next Monday, they play Bennett Academy in uh, in what is always one of the conference deciders. Usually Carmel, Bennett, St. Vider are the three teams competing for the ESCC championship. And so um, that one is a big one on their schedule coming up. Carmel, let's hope, is the very strong team out here against Joliet Catholic, or who knows. I'm excited to see Michael Alamu tonight up top. He and was the one that we were that we were talking about yes. the other day. He's very tall, but surprisingly for somebody who's as tall as he is, very technical. Very technical. And, uh, and really seems um, to almost be off balance when he's dribbling, but he has this ability to maintain possession. Um, it, it's really quite remarkable to watch. Um, you think he's in trouble, you see a defender, you see a second defender, and then out he pops with the ball. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty exciting to watch. I remember last time, I think it was him, where he just dribbled through three players so easily and he faked one way went the other way crossed over it was it was fantastic let's hope we'll see the same action out of him tonight and that's why he's getting the start here up top two teams are shaking hands as they go back to line up for the kickoff and both teams are doing their pregame huddles and the center officials, uh, the center official and his linemen, uh, linesmen are meeting at the center of the field as we prepare for kickoff in this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup between the Carmel Corsairs and the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. Looks like Joliet's captain is giving an impassioned pregame speech as we await kickoff. And once again, we do have some storms in the area, but we are hoping to keep those off, keeping a look on the radar. They do seem to be pushing north so far. Jelly Catholic is breaking up into their set positions. We know Carmel's going to line up in a 3-4-3 and play a high-pressure game. I'm, I'm excited to see how Joliet comes out and lines up tonight. High pressure is very important when you have a very shaky defense and a very questionable defense. So the high pressure, I feel like, would work in their favor. And, of course, the speed as well. But as long as Juliet Catholic keeps up that intensity and things like that, maybe, just maybe, they might break down Carmel. This is interesting. I don't see... Oh, it looks like they are playing three at the back with a holding net there. And they've lined up four players on the left side of the field for the kickoff. So this is interesting. We'll see how this turns out. Juliet Catholic with possession of the kickoff. Bring it up wide. Already loses possession. Carmel with possession now. Heading to Joliet Catholic's defensive end. Yeah, that was interesting. They lined up all those players on the left, and they went to the right where they didn't have anybody. That was <laughs> quite interesting there. Brett Clough with a long ball inside. Austin Aaron keeping possession of that ball and already getting a shot off in the yeah. first 15 seconds. They've earned a uh, corner kick within 30 seconds, so a good start for Carmel. Some shaky defending by Joliet. Um, obviously not the way you want to get started. Hopefully they can clean that up. We can have a competitive match tonight. Robert Rao with the corner kick for Carmel. No, they are doing it 
Robert Rao comes yet again, keeping the possession for Carmel oh. and Alamu. What a fantastic save by Joliet's goalkeeper there. Yeah, the ball, the initial service ended up popping back out to Rob Rao, who uh, fired it into the back into the mixer, and Michael Alamu got a, did a very nice job getting ahead on that, and uh, just a fantastic save from Joliet there. Looked like Adrian Guzman on the save there. Robert Rao again with the corner kick. Ooh, just missed everybody's head there on Carmel's side. Michael Alamu again trying to keep possession. Comes back out. Robert Rao, yet again, still keeping possession on the far, on the near side. Robert Rao with the through yep. ball there. I'm not really sure what that was. It kind of looked like a half shot, half pass. Yeah, I think I feel like he was caught in between yep. the two, and it just came out with a twist. I think people don't understand what that's like when you're a player, but sometimes you're, you're thinking one, and then you change your mind at the last <laughs> second, and you kind of hit the time. one of each, and it ends up being just... It just doesn't look good. A little funky, funky ball there but in the air. Until you've played the game, you don't quite understand how common that can be. But yet people are so quick to judge. Pazuelay trying to dribble up the ball. Loses possession. But a throw in Carmel. And they've got a chance for a throw, but it doesn't look like they're bringing up Chris Gallo, which is what they had done. Oh, now Brett Close coming up to take the long throw. That's usually the specialty of Brett Close with a long throw there. And this is interesting. Carmel's only left one man back on this throw. It's up in the air. Ooh, just missing. Ooh. Oh, and a goal in for Robert Rao on the left side there. Yeah, that just uh, that just went past everybody there. It really did. Um, but Rob was there. We, we used to call that the Christmas present. <laughs> it was a freebie, and uh, he, he took it. So we're three minutes in, and the Carmel Corsairs lead the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers 1-0 with 37 minutes to play in the half. Joliet again with the kickoff with the start of the game, or restart of the game, rather. Certainly not the start that uh, Julia Catholic would have been hoping to get off to. Again, uh, as we talked about last time, it's one of those five-minute moments, the first five minutes of the game, being Very focused, important. coming out and getting that goal. And Coach Krajlik does emphasize the idea of the five-minute mark, or moment, excuse me. Offside for Luke Johnson. There was some nice hold-up play by Michael Alamu there, but, uh, yeah, it looks like Johnson went just a, just a tad early. And we have a free kick for Joliet. Goalkeeper stepping up. And a long ball in the middle of the field. Brett Clow with the back. Trying to switch the field there. To Chris Gala. Carrying up the ball. Taking his space. And a long ball, but yet pushed back from Joliet Catholic. And Johnson manages to keep it back. Oh, and it goes through all Carmel players for the low ball. Yeah, Luke did a nice job there finding Austin Aaron in behind, but Aaron's pass went behind the runners. Uh, the runners went in, I think, probably a tad early, and, and Austin uh, that looks like something. just mishit it, I think, just a little bit there. But that was a great chance. Uh, Carmel's already had three, four already. great chances. 
And the problem is, is that it just goes through everybody. And I feel like as soon as they know how to capitalize on their opportunities, then this game is just going to be, you know, just... It's not an optimistic yeah. start for Joliet right not now. Not very optimistic. And just like we talked about, Carmel has all this space in the back to recycle possession and just take their time to find their spot. Michael LMU in the box. Who's possession? And it's a long shot and, that and a long ball. Yeah, Josh Greshik there uh, had an opportunity from the top of the box, but it looks like he kicked it off the shin guard or maybe the outside of his ankle because it had it a wicked the, spin and went wide. Yeah, it was the right idea, though. And that's another thing I think people don't realize how common that is when you, <laughs> when you shoot the ball off your shin guard on the volley. Julia Catholic trying to keep possession of the ball, trying to switch it there, but Carmel just picks it right up. Austin Aaron's coming in inside the box. Almost gets tripped up there, but somehow keeps his feet. He tries to get his service in. And Michael Alamy with a great oh. header there, right off the six yard box. What a great play there by Jimmy Folino to block the header that was headed goal side. And not only did he block it off the line, but then he followed that up and blocked the second chance for Carmel as really well. Catholic's goalkeeper is fantastic. He has some great saves in the first six minutes of the game so far. Carmel switching the field through Devin Cole. Devin Cole, excuse me. Brett taking it up with a long ball, long service there. And that was odd. Chris Galley extended a hand to try to keep that ball <laughs> in play. I'm not sure what he was thinking there. Join WSFI 88.5 FM for Healing the Whole Person Conference on October 28th and 29th at Marytown, Libertyville, Illinois. The conference will feature Kyle Clement, a 15-year-old veteran trainer of Catholic Priest Exorcist, who will help us to understand the Satanic Calendar, our Blessed Mother's role as protector, and help us identify our spiritual vulnerabilities. Father Bob Sears will focus on healing of unwanted generational tendencies, and Father Jim Curtin will address the topic of deliverance. If you register by October 1st, the conference is only $100. For more information or to register for conference, visit wsficatholicradio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. And while we were away there, there was another goal. Carmel is now up 2-0 over Joliet Catholic. Uh, Austin Aaron found Michael Alamu in behind the defense, and Alamu with a very nice finish. Um, Pass goalkeeper Adrian Guzman to double Carmel's lead. We are now seven minutes into the first half, so there's 33 minutes to play, and Carmel has a 2-0 advantage over their East Suburban Catholic Conference rivals. Carmel is now leading the game 2-0 with about 30 minutes left in the first half of the game. Carmel has it in their own territory, and they quickly pass it up to Austin Aaron. You know, that's the second time that Austin has let that ball run. He really needs to get a touch on those, especially on turf. Keeping possession is very important, especially with Juliet Catholic, because their players seem a little bit unskilled and will die for that ball. Um, Carmel carrying up the field. Reed Wilson with the through pass. Number 23, Austin Aaron. And just wide of the ball. Yeah, Josh Greshik, a nice hit there, but it uh, looks like he, he dragged it just a little bit wide. Kicking it in is Andrew Guzman for Joliet. 
think this too is going to be a night where Carmel is going to be able to, to use its depth as we talked about the other night. Very deep team. And Joliet only has three substitutes available. So um, with this temperature, this game... Um, might be a little gruesome. Yeah, they, they, they might get pretty tired out there tonight. Luke Johnson there to defend with a header. Joliet Catholic trying to keep it up. And Joliet Catholic almost gets called for a handball, but does not. Brett Clough almost with the foul there. And Travis Curley trying to push the ball up out of bounds for a for a Joliet Catholic throw-in. So this is the kind of opportunity that, that Joliet could take advantage of. They, you know, Carmel loses possession in the back. They're able to push some numbers up, get a throw-in in Carmel's end. Um, obviously, it didn't hasn't worked out, but uh, you know that's that's what they got to do. And of course, they got to stay more organized defensively because trying to get back from a two-goal lead is, is going to be difficult. Yes, especially in almost about the first ten minutes, it's very difficult. Actually, no, it's not. They can come back from that. Goalkeeper pushing it back out. That was a fantastic move there from Rob Rao out on the flank. A little little hip shimmy to lose his defender. Floated a, uh, a Schross in, half cross, <laughs> half shot. And um, Guzman again with a fantastic little tip to keep it out of danger. Like we were saying before, this Juliet Catholic goalkeeper is getting some good touches on the ball and really saving his team here. Goal kick to the middle of the field. Josh Gratchick with the win. Carmel still keeping possession. Travis Curley with a long ball in. Aiming for Michael Malamu, but just keep it in. For yeah. Reed Wilson to keep possession for that ball. He had a missed touch, but Reed did a really nice job there following that up. Carmel is so far is just a very strong and the team to beat right now. They just hold the ball, keep possession, know how to pass the ball, connect passes. It's, it's a great game so far for Carmel Catholic. Yeah, Joliet just looks a little bit outmatched right now. Carmel Catholic, the foul against them. We are now 10 minutes into the first half, 30 minutes to play. Carmel Corsairs 2, Joliet Catholic Academy 0. Joliet with a long ball, but still goes... Outside, and yeah. Out of bounds. Not sure who he was playing that to. I don't really know either. Maybe it was a friend of his. Carmel once again has possession in their own end. Uh, very light pressure. So Carmel has their back three, their midfielders checking back, and, and really able to kind of dictate how they want to possess out of the back. And Brett Clough with so much space just to dribble there. Michael Alamu with the ball carrying into the 18, still keeping possession, and beats the goalkeeper out and with another goal. Well done by Alamu. Not only did he take a touch there between two defenders, but he, managed, on him. he powered through both of them, then rounded the goalkeeper and kept the foot on his ball to, to put that away. That was a special finish. Um, very talented player who really seems to be coming into his own and really, yes. really just picking it up this past week. I think, uh, I, I, you know, I know last year Coach Coach Krawczak played Michael in, in the midfield, and I know he was playing in the midfield earlier this season when we saw him, but it looks like he found a home for him up top. And it's a great home. It's the most comfortable home ever for Carmel Catholic. So Carmel now extending its lead to 3-0, and we're only 11 minutes into the game. Chris Gallup powering through so many players just to keep it almost to the end line and that, and that was Carmel's left back as the most advanced player on the field there for either team that speed 
was just out of this world. And that's another player with speed, not just Austin Aaron, but Chris Gala has speed to carry that ball up and dribble through players. Reed Wilson with the corner. Let's see what Carmel does with this. Maybe they can capitalize and make it 4-0. And just over the six. And I think that was Robert Wow trying to get a header there on the goal, but just wide. Looks like Henry Barnes has entered the match for Carmel up top. You know, we were talking about Chris Gala um, a minute ago. You know, he's a player I really enjoyed watching, especially last year as Carmel made its playoff run. He's such a smart player. He just doesn't make mistakes. And, you know, you really learn to appreciate that player as a coach, uh, that type of a player as a coach, because it's just somebody you know you can rely on. It. You know it's somebody who's going to make smart decisions. You know um, is going to be there for you in big games. And that dedication is something that's irreplaceable when it comes into player. Uh, that's Henry Barnes, uh, who's just entered the match. He's already made a little bit of an impact. He had a header that went wide there, and uh, he he was holding the play up uh, there for Carmel as they transitioned into the attack on this last moment. Chris Gallup playing the ball up to Reed Wilson. Keeps possession, and Reed with a service, and Robert Rao with a great header, but the goalkeeper comes up strong. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened on there. The linesman has had his flag up for a good 20 seconds. Um, I think Reed was off sides, but the center official never saw the flag up, and that whole series continued. That would have been bad if Carmel were to score on that. Everybody would have been a little cranky. WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio invites you to their fifth annual fall benefit and fundraiser on Friday, November 4th at Mondelein Seminary located at 100, well, excuse me, 1000 East Maple Avenue, Mondelein, Illinois. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the event will feature a live and silent auction including fantastic seats to the Bears and Packers matchup at Soldier Field and dinner with the keynote speaker, His Excellency George Rassus, Auxiliary Bishop of Chicago. To make reservations, call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit wsficatholicradio.org and click on events. That's wsficatholicradio.org. Then click on events. And while we're away, Carmel scores again. Josh Greshick from the top of the 18. Uh, Chris Gala had made a powering run through Joliet Catholic's defense. He was fouled. Carmel um, took the free kick, played it to Greshick at the top of the box with a fantastic shot that just looped up over um, Joliet's keeper, Guzman, and dipped under the bar. A very, very nice finish. And Carmel Corsair is now up 4-0 over the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers, 14 minutes into play. Joliet Catholic almost loses possession right after the kickoff there. And just took a look at the radar here. It looks like the storms have continued to stay north, so that's a good sign. Hopefully I'm not jinxing it by saying that. <laughs> you just jinxed it. <laughs> uh, we do have 25 minutes before this is an official game, so uh, of course of course, Carmel's uh, coach, Ray Krawczak, will be hoping we can make it to the halftime uh, with the scoreline remaining the same. And at this point, Joliet might be hoping for the same thing. I'm sure they don't want to drive up here again. 
One of the challenges of that East Suburban Catholic Conference play is the uh, incredible geographical area that our conference yes. covers. Austin Aaron keeping ball and pos keeping possession of the ball on the right side. Passing back up and a shot off by wow. Wow. by Devin Cole. That was a very nice play there by Luke Singletary to clear the ball off the line. We saw Guzman make his first mistake of the night. He spilled Devin Cole's shot out front, um, and Carmel had a chance to put it away and did put the ball back on frame, but Singletary was there with the goal line clearance. The best thing for a goalkeeper is to hold possession of that ball because as soon as you lose it, they could follow up, get another goal, and that's where you're in trouble. And they're already 4-0, and you don't want to make that mistake and let it be on you. Yeah, you know, as good as Guzman has been tonight, he has made some very fine saves already. Very fine. Um, one of the things that most coaches will tell you is that they'd rather have a keeper who can catch the ball um, on the simple saves and not make a mistake than the goalkeeper who can make a spectacular save but spills a ball or gives up uh, you know, what most would be considered to be a cheap goal. Julia Catholic keeping it on. Carmel's defensive end, but yet again loses possession. And Reed Wilson is dribbling the ball up to their defensive end as well. It looked like Henry Barnes couldn't quite keep a hold of the ball, but he does manage to pressure Joliet into giving away possession again deep in their own end. So Carmel will once again have a throw deep in Joliet's end, and we do see Brett Clough coming all the way across the field again to take that long throw. Like we were saying before, Carmel, like the key thing for Carmel is to keep high pressure, and this is what they're doing, and it's fantastic, and it's working in their favor. You can even tell by the score it's working in their favor. And we know how dangerous Carmel can be on these long throws. Long throws just are notorious for Carmel Catholic. And Barnes almost with the header there. Guzman with another great save there in the upper 90. Carmel with a good kick. Oh, that was close. And Brett Cole with... Brett Clough hammered that off the crossbar. Popped back out. I'm not sure who got the last touch. Did you see who got the last touch there? I'm not sure. That that ball was just right off the crossbar and literally took my breath away on that one. But uh, I don't know. Based on the congratulations, it looks like Henry Barnes got the last touch. Right now it is already 5-0 with 23 minutes left in the first half. That was just a great ball by Brett Clough. And the follow-up on that by Barnes was... Fantastic. I say that was a, that's some good soccer. And it is now 5-0, uh, the lead to Carmel. Carmel Corsairs 5, Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers 0. We are 17 minutes into the first half, 23 minutes to play here in Mundelein, Illinois. And Carmel, you can tell, is trying to force that error, and it's working. Because Joliet Catholic just gave away possession yet again. Carmel in very good shape at this point to pick up their second East Suburban Catholic Conference win of the season after picking up their first last week in a 3-0 win over Notre Dame. I think that's Cole dribbling up the ball. You know, in the last three and a half games, Carmel has scored 16 goals. So, wow. Coach Krawczak definitely has his offense uh, dialed in at this point. Yeah, putting the fire underneath his team. That's fantastic. Brick Cole dribbling up the ball, taking his space, and a long ball in. But 
goes go, goes to the goalkeeper. Yeah, and that's exactly the ball we were talking about in the pregame. You know, if that's on grass, that ball probably slows down one of Carmel's forwards. Maybe doesn't get on the end of it, but certainly challenges for it. It puts the keeper in an awkward position. And as you know, that do I come out? Do I stay on my line? That's a big question. Um, and those are very difficult decisions to make. But on turf, that ball is going to run. Yes. Carmel still keeping possession in the back line, but Luke Johnson almost loses possession for Carmel. And it's great because Carmel knows how to, you know, reconnect and reform and reshape their defense in the back as soon as it breaks down. Reed Wilson carrying up the ball, passing it wide to... Yeah, it looks like there's going to be a goal kick for Joliet. Again, we are 19 minutes into the first half with Carmel leading Joliet 5-0. 21 minutes to play. So what would you say that needs to change for Joliet Catholic so far? Well, if I'm being completely honest, at 5-0, it's, uh, it's going to be pretty difficult. Um, with you know, with the talent that they have, this is the kind of game you got to win one nothing. And um, you know, once Carmel had scored a couple, that uh, that made it very difficult for Joliet to work their way back into this match. Yeah. Carmel goalkeeper punts it in the middle of the field. Austin Aaron trying to hold possession of that ball, but gives it away, trying to keep possession off his chest. Not the greatest idea, but it was an idea. You know, you can you can credit Joliet with coming out here and wanting to play head-to-head -head with Carmel, but, um, you know, ultimately, as you can see, that probably isn't the best decision when you're playing a team that's, you know, that much better than you. You just want to sit seven or eight players behind the ball. Yeah. And keep it compact, and they're not doing that. They're pushing up. They're trying to possess, and again, credit to them for trying to play an open style, um, but maybe not the best tactical decision when you're playing a team of, of Carmel's quality. I agree. Reed Wilson dribbling up, taking his space in the middle of the field, dribbling all the way almost to the 18 box. Devin Cole with a shot there and just over the crossbar. Yeah, hit that one with plenty of pace, but uh, about two, three feet too high. It was the right idea by Carmel. It was, you know, we got there and maybe now they just need to try and keep possession and see what they can build. Carmel is 7-4-1 on the year, uh, and again, as we mentioned earlier, they have another conference matchup on Wednesday against St. Pat's, and then that is, of course, building into next Monday's clash with Bennett Academy, which, of course, uh, will be one of the most important matches, that and the match against St. Viter for who wins the conference championship this year. And Devin Cole with the shot yet again, but it's blocked by one of the Joliet Catholic players. Very tall... 30, number 30 on Juliet Cat. Yeah, Jimmy Felino uh, there again, and he had made a very nice, nice save on the goal line earlier in the match. He is also captaining the squad for Juliet tonight. One thing that's interesting here for Carmel is that they have not switched up their lineup um, as as much as they had against Notre Dame last week when they had introduced those mass subs. Um, Coach seems to be sticking with this group right now, despite the fact that Carmel has this five nothing lead. It is it is still in the first half. There's still a lot of time left yeah. in the first half. Um, but that is that is definitely a change. He was using his bench uh, significantly more last week. I know that uh, 
that uh, Carmel did have a three nothing lead over Crystal Lake South last week. That uh, and they did manage to give up that lead in the last 20 minutes when they had uh, emptied their bench. And so maybe uh, as a result of that, Coach Krawczak has uh, has changed his mind about using his bench uh, as liberal as he was yeah. previously. Austin Aaron trying to keep possession and just wide of the goalpost. Um, Juliet Catholic tried keeping possession on that, which was probably a bad idea in the back line. And Austin Aaron, with his pace, just came right back and took the ball and almost got a shot off, well, almost got a goal and did get a shot off. He did a nice job getting on the end of that. He cut inside, but the ball was bouncing. And any time that that's happening, it's tough to make a clean contact. Goalie with the mid. And Devin Cole finds Henry Barnes, but Barnes takes a bad touch and gives it away. And Juliet Catholic with the ball in the back line. You know, you can even see there in that example, you know, the, the ball being played to the Joliet player's left foot, and he, he tries to take it with his right foot anyway. Um, you know, and just puts himself in a, in a bad position. John Paulson with the service. And what a phenomenal goal by Barnes with the flick on the side of his foot. Yeah, he used the outside of his foot there. I'm not even sure. He, I think that was more of a reaction than something that was well thought out. That but was but well there it was. Played. Carmel now up 6-0 over Joliet Catholic Academy. Uh, we have now have 17 minutes to play in the first half. 23 minutes gone. 6-0. Uh, in favor of the Carmel Corsairs over the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. Do you like the idea of supporting our local Catholic high schools and their sports programs? Consider sponsoring these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the game, and you'd make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in parts of northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Contact us at info at wsfiradio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Carmel with possession. And it looks like Carmel has... Nice footwork by Austin Aaron. Kicks it in. And that is Austin Aaron just missing a chance there. But uh, it, I was about to say, it looks like Carmel has brought in one of its youngsters. Um, I believe his name is Sean Seidel. He's not actually on our roster, but I think he uh, is, is someone that Coach Krawczak had talked about was playing very well on the lower levels, and it looks like he's now in at center mid. Congratulations to him. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing. Sometimes, you know, when players... Uh, Initially, early in the season, they get put on a certain level. Sometimes they're not happy about it. Sometimes they pout about it. And sometimes they, they take that as the motivation they need, and they and they perform at that level, and they basically force you to, yeah. to make that move <laughs> as a coach. And, look. you know, I think uh, I think some people get the wrong impression sometimes about coaches. Coaches actually like that when that happens. They, they, they like a, an athlete to have that kind of moxie, to just yeah. prove it to them. Brett Clow taking it up the field passing it to Austin Aaron in the middle of the field and passing it back to his back line. And this again, Chris Gala. Carmel just has all day to work the ball around those back three. And you can even tell because Brett Clow had probably like 10 yards in front of him with space. Brett Clow trying to get a shot off, but just isn't falling. You know, and it's, it's interesting if you look there... 
every single Carmel player except for their center back is within 20 yards of the Joliet goal right now. That's you, crazy. Travis Curley is back near the half. Um, and but, with another goal by, is that? Uh, I'm not sure who got the final touch there. I think it was Barnes. Barnes got the final touch on that. It is now 7-0. Carmel Corsairs 7, Joliet Catholic Academy 0. We have 15 minutes to play in the first half. Broadcasting to you from Mundelein, Illinois, in this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup. 15 minutes left in the first half. Joliet Catholic trying to have a fast play there off the kickoff, but usually when they do try to force the ball, that's when they lose possession. Right now. You're listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch, 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Carmel taking it down wide on the left side, and Paulson have a short service there. And a nice save by... Guzman, he did spill the initial ball, but he did he did pounce on the rebound before Aaron could get there. He's got to grab. He's got to grab onto those balls because Carmel will capitalize on that opportunity. Number eight, Devin Cole has the ball. It can't be easy being back there right now. His, his defense has not helped him out a lot. Joliet has already conceded seven times despite some outstanding saves by Guzman. And even if it is, you know, it's going through his head that it's his fault, you have to remember, it goes through ten players before it gets to him. You know, years ago, we, uh, it, in 2008, oh, there's another goal by another Austin goal. Aaron. It's now 8-0 Carmel. Um, in 2008, when the girls' team went downstate, we had a goalkeeper named Maria Sapienza, and she was a very good goalkeeper, but she never settled into the match until she made uh, a mistake that gave up a goal. Um, and thankfully, our offense was good enough that year that we could score, you know, three, four, five times a match. But um, <laughs> there was always one that you just thought, what happened? And then for the rest of the game, she was outstanding. And uh, I remember as we, we, we went pretty deep into the playoffs, um, and it may have even been before the super sectional game where we ended up qualifying to go down state. And I said, you know, Maria, what is that? And she said, I don't coach. I just don't relax until I've made a mistake. <laughs> and at least she knows it and she recognizes it. Yeah, she did. And, you know, she was one of those players that, that we converted. She was a field player all the way through her sophomore year. And, and I think we kind of realized she wasn't going to quite make it as a field player. But um, <laughs> she was That's athletic. She was athletic. We loved her. She worked hard, and we thought, "How about you give us a year? We'll train you, and then the next year, if you know, if you develop, it's your spot." And uh, she took that opportunity. She ended up being the starting goalkeeper on a team that That's went to fantastic. the state finals. That's fantastic. I could say the same that it happened to my story, but um, I was kind of forced into it instead of. <laughs> Well, goalkeepers are a rare breed, and sometimes you gotta just uh, beg somebody to, to to make that to make that dive. Only a calling for few. We were uh, we were very lucky here at Carmel. Um, we always had had good goalkeeper trainers. We uh, we had Paul Bunnell for a number of years, who all all did a fantastic job, and he actually trained Maria Sapienza that year. We went downstate in 08. Uh, coach Krawczak, who's now the head boys coach, was our goalkeeper coach on the girls' side for for a time, as well as Brendan Leach, um, who was the goalkeeper coach the year we went down and won the state championship with the girls in 2015. So uh, we've been blessed to have some good coaches in that position. I agree. You guys birthed some very good soccer players. 
It's 8-0, Carmel Corsairs over Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. We have 12 minutes to play in the first half. Goalkeeper with a punt in the middle of the field. Joliet trying to keep possession here, trying to switch the field, but yet again give away possession. Austin Aaron carrying it up to the middle of the field, or should I say the 18 box. And Joliet Catholic with a good slide there, trying to get their defense back in, in the shape. Brett Cole dropping back for that long throw in yet again for Carmel Catholic, trying to capitalize on their opportunity that they have and probably make it, or I shouldn't say probably, but might make it 9-0. Carmel still pushing numbers forward. Still has 10 players in the box. And, and that was uh, the youngster, Seidel, with the header, snap header, just over the bar. He's really making a difference here for Carmel. Yeah, I think he's he's a player that that coach is excited about, and like we like we mentioned, you know, he uh, he basically forced coach to take him up. His play on the on the lower level was outstanding, and um, I remember about a week ago, Coach Krawczak telling me that uh, how well he was playing, and said, you know, I think I'm going to have to bring him up. And good for him. Yeah, good for him. with possession in the middle of the field with a long ball and pass away trying to get on the end of that and he does manage to keep it in for a service there and Juliet pushes the ball out let's see if they're trying to keep possession there and they do we saw last week Passarelli had a very strong game out on this right wing for Carmel against Notre Dame he's now into the match uh, coming in as a substitute tonight And it looks like we've had a few other substitutes in the meantime as well. J.J. Paulson into the match on that left wing. That is kicked out of also looks like Eli Larson uh, has subbed in at center back for Travis Curley. Rob Rao is now playing one of those holding mids with Josh Greshik. I think that was Cole with a good through ball there. And there's Gala again at the end line serving that ball in. And that definitely crossed the line there. So we have another goal for Carmel. It is now 9-0 with nine minutes to play in the first half. Carmel Corsairs 9, Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers 0. Another goal scored. That would have been a very good save by the Joliet Catholic goalkeeper, but just can keep it off the line there. And that was one of those ones that uh, it wasn't obvious that it was in. Um, it looked like it was in for sure, but uh, you know it didn't hit the back of the net. It was still airborne when, when the keeper palmed it away, but it did look pretty clear that he was in his own net and, yeah. and that the ball had completely crossed the line on that play. And Matt, position. Man, Matt Fix is into the game as well for Carmel. Carmel with the ball. And that is kicked out of bounds by Joliet Catholic. It looks like it's going to be a corner kick by Carmel. It also looks like uh, we've had a few more subs in the interim. I think that's... Robert Rao taking the corner kick for Carmel Catholic on the right side and just over the six-yard box and almost a great header there. Yeah, that one went over Seidel, but uh, Gala's there to pick up, pick up the scraps, and he's battling right now in the corner trying to earn either another corner or find some space to serve that ball back in. Uh, Gala gives it away, but somehow Carmel still manages to keep possession there. 
And I think that was Paulson with the shot off and the Joliet goalkeeper with the save. Yeah, Guzman parried that one away, but he does give up a corner. So once again, Carmel is camped out. I think on that one, I think he was really off of his line there, and it would have gone wide, but I guess you always have to make sure for the touch there. Armour with the corner, yet again over the six-yard box, and Juliet Catholic with uh, clearance there. It's interesting the way that Carmel just, uh, floats these corners in. I, I would expect um, them to play those with a little bit more pace and a, a little bit more of a line, but they're just floating those up there, I think, trying to knock them down and see what happens. Yeah, and plus they're a very tall team compared to Juliet Catholic as well. You can tell just looking at the Juliet players that they're young. You know, they're, young. they're they're smaller. You can, you know, just looking at their face, how young they are, looking at their roster here. They've um, one freshman, two freshmen starting, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven juniors. So two freshmen, um, seven juniors, and two seniors. So a very young roster. In fact, they only have two seniors on the roster at all. So this is a team, I'm sure, that uh, is going to take their lumps this year, but hopefully develop a little bit for the future. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working at that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. Call Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life as he invites you to share your hopes and dreams with him. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call Matt at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. And once again, for the third time this evening, we come back to you with a goal. Henry Barnes scored to extend Carmel's lead to 10-0. Uh, Carmel Corsairs 10, Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers 0. We have six minutes to play in the first half, and I'm sure that halftime can't come soon enough for Joliet. I'm sure they want to get over there and, and regroup as best they can been a very difficult game to watch for Juliet Catholic. They give away possession so easily, especially right off, right after the kickoff. They just lose possession. Um, I don't really know what to say besides try and keep it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, at this point, there's there's not much they can do. Um, the game has been decided. Um, you know, maybe there's a lesson to take from this in terms of. Uh, what to do when they play Bennett or, or St. Viter in terms of maybe enacting a, a different strategy, maybe a more conservative strategy. But this game is, is pretty well decided here. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Joy Catholic with the throw-in. I think this is probably their first throw-in on Carmel's half. throws it down the field. Paulson with, um, with the almost clearance there, but yet Joliet Catholic still keeps possession. Or, excuse me, never mind, they lose possession. Karma with the throw in. Chris Gow with the long ball. And Joliet Catholic still keeping possession there. And Joliet Catholic bumps into one of the players and almost loses possession there. 
Carmel cut. Carmel Catholic goalkeeper scoops it up. Taking his time with the ball. And a punt to the middle of the field. Seidel got a little flick there. Puts Reed Wilson in, but uh, Joliet has stayed goal side. Wins possession. Uh, well, temporarily gives it right back. Robert Rao dribbling up the ball all the way to the 18. Loses possession. Trying to be a little greedy there. Just wasn't really working in his favor right now. You know, a lot of times you get in a dribble like that, you get halfway into it, and there's not much you can do because you're going so fast, your head's down, so now you can't see your passing options, and eventually, because you're running so fast, you're taking your touches four or five yards in front of you. It's, it's very easy for a defender to step in. Those runs look good, but they almost never result in anything <laughs> worthwhile. Julie Catholic dribbling it up to Carmel's half, keeping possession, and trying to through ball, but... Um, Number 22 for Karma Catholic, which is Larson, manages to keep it out. And Larson had come in for Travis Curley earlier in the match. You know, one of the things we try to teach players, especially when they're in the middle third, is to play two-touch. You take one touch to get the ball on your foot, you pick your head up, you find your target. Um, when, you, when you make a run like that on the dribble, it makes it very, very difficult, uh, as we mentioned, to come up with anything productive. You take that third, fourth touch, defenders close you down. There is now four minutes to play in the first half. Carmel 10, Joliet 0 in this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup. And Reed Wilson just called offsides on the pass from Rob Rao. It was a great idea for Carmel. Just got to watch that line and, you know, bad. Just Joliet Catholics having a hard time here trying to connect their passes. Well, Carmel's forwards have to be loving the fact that Joliet keeps pushing up the field because it's just creating all of that space for them to make their runs into. You know, yeah. if, if Joliet sits back and sit and plays compact, they, you know, Carmel ends up not having a lot of space to run into. That's a very frustrating style to play against, um, and that's why that that park the bus mentality of putting eight nine players uh, in front of the goal is is effective. But um, Joliet wanted to come out and and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Carmel. It obviously hasn't worked out very well in their favor. Um, and it, like we mentioned, it's given Carmel a lot of options. Uh, they're able to possess. They're able to find space. Their forwards are finding runs. Yeah. Um, it's, it's making for a rough night for Joliet's defense and goalkeeper. The one thing I will say about Joliet Catholic is that they have not given up, and they're still fighting through this game. They are, great. and there's a lesson in that too. Number 11 kicks it wide for Fix. Fix trying to get a shot off, but just wide. Yeah, it looked like he caught that off his toe. When you see the ball spin like that, um, it usually means that they didn't quite get their toe down. Joliet Catholic with a corner kick with two minutes left in the game. You know, on that play, we again saw Chris Gala pushing up that left side. It's unusual to see a team that plays a three-back system to send their to send their outside backs forward as often as Carmel is doing. Usually in a four-back, you want your outside backs to push forward. In a three-back, you usually want them to play a little more conservative, but we haven't seen that out of Gala tonight. He's really pushing up there, which is, and I feel like he can because his speed is great, and I'm sure he can drop back as well, which is, He's just an overall very versatile player. He is. Um, and he, as we mentioned earlier, he's a smart player. He just does a fantastic job in reading the game, making the right decisions. I also think in a game like this, he's probably uh, has a little Cheshire grin and the fact that as a left back, he's able to cheat forward as much as he is. And once again, contributing to the attack here, um, finds Seidel at the top of the box, but uh, Sean not able to hold on to the ball. 
foul called on Cole. And with a quick restart for Joliet Catholic trying to push up the field. We now have one minute to play in the first half. Uh, Carmel 10, Joliet Catholic 0. And we are bringing you this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup. Chris Gow trying to dribble it up, but he's called for offsides. And there you have it again, your left back being called for <laughs> offsides. Nothing like it. Gives you an idea of how much he is pushing forward here. Yeah, I feel like it's every left back's dream to be able to score a goal. Yeah. And I feel like tonight might be his night. Joliet Catholic goalkeeper stepping up to kick the foul ball here. Joliet keeps it down the field. And easy giveaway there. Yeah, he wasn't high enough. Hit a line drive right into Reed Wilson. And once again, Joliet's going to be on the back foot for the last 30 seconds of play here. With the turn with Austin Aaron in the middle of the field, but gives, gives away possession. Yet gets it back. And Seidel in and picks up the goal. Guzman got a part a piece of it, but but couldn't couldn't keep it out. 11-0, Carmel over Joliet, uh, and we have now moved to a running clock. And it's great because they still haven't given up yet. And, I mean, of course they give up now because it's the end of the buzzer, but now it's just time to call it a game. Okay, and now we're going to send it back to the station for our halftime break. The second half starts. Thank you for watching. Please stay tuned. Hi, Father Jim. Curtain here, one of the hosts of our weekly radio show on healing. And I'd like to invite you to our second annual Healing the Whole Person Conference on Friday, October 28th, and Saturday, October 29th, at Marytown in Libertyville. On the eve of Halloween, Bob Clement, an exorcist trainer, will teach us how to free ourselves from the negative spiritual forces in our lives that cause our own abilities. Out of our seers will help us uproot the hurts in our family systems that bring pain and suffering. And I will teach you about healing and deliverance. If you register by our October 1st, the cost for two days is $100. Priests, deacons, and religious attend for free. Must register. Call 224-789-8455 or go online at wsficatholicradio.org to save your place. My name is Father John Grigas. I'm the rector of the Shrine of St. Max and Colby at Marytown. I'm a priest, and as priests, we are responsible for forming you in the presence of Christ. It's through the sacraments, through the preaching, through everything else, but you are the Christ that goes out into the world and brings the good news. And WSFI is one of the main means, and so God bless all that WSFI does, and please support WSFI in whatever means that you can, so that this wonderful station may continue to broadcast the good news and evangelize our culture. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your taxi donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome back to WSFI 88.5 and this week 
week's guest on Spotlight is Dr. Brad Bonham, president of Carmel Catholic High School. Brad, welcome. Thank you, Mark. Happy to be here. Do you want me to call you doctor? Or is no, Brad? Brad is fine. I'm, Brad I is good. That. <laughs> and uh, I assume the students probably call you Mr. Bonham. So uh, Some do. Some call me doctor. Yeah. A lot of them call me Mister, but uh, I get I get caught quite a few things. But uh, Mister Doctor's fine. But you call me Brad. Thanks, Mark. So, uh, Brad, can you just introduce yourself quickly to the listeners? And I know that um, the Carmel uh, family knows who you are, but there's probably some out there that don't. And so. It's a good idea to introduce ourselves. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Mark. Um, I this is my second year at Carmel. Actually, I'm new to the Northern Chicago, Illinois community. I uh, grew up in Ohio. I uh, grew up a little bit south of Cleveland, a uh, small town uh, in in mid Ohio, and uh, worked in, in secondary education for quite a while. Worked in higher ed for quite a bit as well. Uh, but my previous uh, previous employment before I arrived at Carmel, I was a, a principal at uh, at a Jesuit Catholic high school in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, great experience, as a wonderful opportunity, um, and learned a lot. And so I. The position came up at Carmel Catholic, and I had some contacts and some friends. And uh, I was kind of chomping at the bit a little bit, looking for a change. So I asked my wife, I said, what do you think? you think we're ready for something like this? She said, yeah, let's go for it. So I, I applied, and one thing led to another. Had a great uh, interview, obviously, and met a lot of wonderful people. But I think the part that really cinched it for me, Mark, was the community that was here. I saw a lot of faith-filled people, people that... That, that loved the Lord, loved education, loved children, and I wanted to be part of that. And uh, so I was humbled that the, I was offered the position, and not a day goes by that I regret uh, moving to Carmel, moving my family here, and being part of this wonderful community. So I'm extremely pleased and very thankful. Do you like Lake County? I love it, actually. Uh, I love all the lakes in Lake County. Uh, we do a lot of stuff. I, I have three children, uh, fourth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade, and uh, every weekend we're always doing something new different um actually going to go to a bears game for the first time uh with my wife shortly so that's exciting uh been to a cubs game that's awesome as well Which, Brewers game too so man, there's a lot of stuff that you, to do around here you're here in time to see the cubs win it all yeah that's right so miracles exist yeah that's right um now carmel uh catholic high school in terms of um your role as president can you tell the uh listeners what that involves yeah I, my role as president is to really be a strong advocate for carmel catholic and to communicate to people uh, what a tremendous education it is and what a great opportunity for families to send their their children here uh carmel catholic is the faith-filled school it's a school in which is it has high academic rigor but also a lot of support but most importantly as a strong formation program in which students come through and they understand what it means to be a good human being i understand that they use every god-given talent that they have to make the most in their life, go to college, be successful, but most importantly, how to treat other people and uh, build a strong relationship with God. And as president, you're coming in at an interesting time in the history of the school. The school is just over 50 years. They celebrated their uh, anniversary a few years ago. And because it's a relatively young school um, in terms of an endowment, it's only going to grow. Yeah, absolutely. I think we just had our 50th anniversary this past summer. And my responsibility a lot 
sometimes is to be an advocate for the students and communicating to the alumni and the friends within the community that uh, one, our kids need their help, but all the wonderful things that are going on at Carmel County. Catholic. Uh, the one thing that's for certain, there isn't a shortage of uh, positive things to communicate about our community, how, how mission-driven, how Catholic-centered we are, and, and how important it is for, for our kids to really be provided the best education possible. So I, I'm extremely fortunate and pleased and, and very happy to be here. No, and I, I really am glad that you're here as well because uh, you're somebody that gets it, what it means to be Catholic. You're not all things at all things. The bishops have to come out with a letter now saying that Catholics for Choice is a farce organization. We as Catholics, we call, we're called to love all, but by the same token, to be Catholic is means something Helen? unique in the world uh, desperately needs Matt? young Catholic Helen? men and women that hold up those ideals, and you subscribe to them, and that's why I think it's, it's a great uh, fit. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I really appreciate it, and appreciate WSFI broadcasting this game. Uh, an awesome radio station and look forward to working with WSFI even more in the future. And welcome back to Mundelein, Illinois. You are listening to 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Uh, I am John Halloran. I'm here with Abriana Williams, and we are broadcasting to you the East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup between the Carmel Corsairs and the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. The sun has set. It has cooled off considerably. It's a beautiful evening now, and uh, we will have a 20-minute running clock for you in the second half with Carmel maintaining an 11-0 advantage over Joliet. Nice night for soccer. Good night for Carmel Catholic with 11-0 lead. And it looks like Coach Krawczak has gone to his bench um, significantly. I see Andrew Kegel up there at center forward. Jonathan Paulson out here on the left wing. It looks like uh, Eric Johansson is in the match. Um, Luke Leslie is in the match. And Carmel dribbling it up in Juliet's half with the service there. But nothing capitalizing on that. Paulson dropping back. And the back line trying to create something with number 22, which is... Larson there in the back, in the center mid, well, excuse me, center back. Yeah, we have Larson now playing that center back position in place of Travis Curley, and Matt Helen has taken up uh, residence at left back where we saw Chris Gallo so dominant in the first half. Carmel trying to create a chance there, and it goes through all players. I think those pads are really trying to create something off there, but... Nothing was coming up. Oops, excuse me. It was actually Paulson. Larson with the pass up. And Carmel connecting passes very easily there. Andrew the Kupare playing that holding mid spot now in the second half too. Uh, Matt Fix at the right back. So your back four is uh, Matt Fix, Eli Larson, Matt Helen, and Andrew Kegel. Or, I'm sorry, Andrew Kupare. Andrew Kegel is playing center forward. Back to Larson in the center back. Passing it to Matt Helen, which is on your left side, left back. And a great through ball to Paulson, one-timing it to reach number 23, which is Austin Aaron. A little surprised that Aaron is, is still in the match at this point. As far as I can tell, he is the 
only starter still out there. Enjoy Catholic trying to get a head on it in their defensive back, but loses possession to almost give Carmel a corner, but just a throw in. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, have we seen Carmel's goalkeeper touch the ball tonight? We've seen him touch the ball probably around three times. On goal kicks? I, he hasn't had to make a he save, has he? He any goal kicks, no saves. Back passes? Is that what we've seen? Nope, not even one. I think the most he's gotten was a through plat. Not through pass. A through pass. And just picked it right up. Header just wide. I think that was... I think that was Eric Johansson. It is getting a little hard to tell, though. Since they are on the far side. And we are three minutes into the second half, but again, we are on a 20-minute running clock, so there is only 17 minutes to play. Carmel Corsairs 11, Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers 0. And what I've noticed here is that Joliet Catholic did switch out their goalkeeper to a younger goalkeeper, I believe. And his name is Jimmy Folloni. Folino, yeah, Folino. he was he was actually playing in the back in the first half. He had he had made a, a couple of nice plays, a couple of nice tackles, a goal line clearance. Um, it is you can see that they're both listed as goalkeeper slash uh, forward or slash midfielder. So I'm I'm guessing Guzman is out there in the field somewhere. We just got to find him. <laughs> I think he's playing forward. He's he's up there playing the center forward spot right now. Oh, there he is. So they're splitting halves. And Carmel yet again dribbling up to Joy Catholic's defensive area and Austin Aaron dribbling through players and still keeping the fight on the 18 line. Paulson serving it wide. Oops, excuse me. Andrew Kegel serving it wide. And Carmel, again, has all day to work that ball around the back. You see Matt Fix there playing the ball in, and the loose ball for Aaron. Saved by Jimmy Foligno. I think Aaron's going to want that one back. Yeah, just a soft touch there. And goalkeeper just scooped it right back up. I think that was a situation, like we were talking about earlier, we got caught in two minds. I think... He, he wanted to try and round the keeper, and then he thought of shooting, and then by the time he had decided he wanted to round the keeper, he had already shot and not put quite a lot on it. Larson with a one-time up there, serving it up to Paulson. Yeah, the problem there is you can't take that ball with the right foot from the left side because that ball is always going to run to the keeper there. You either have to use your left foot or um, cut inside and play that ball to somebody's feet. You play it over the top with your right foot from that side, it's just going to run away from you. Yeah, it was just an easy scoop up for the goalkeeper right there. Carmel trying to create some chances. Going back to Juliet Catholic's defensive side and a great through ball by Andrew Kegel there. Austin Aaron oh. with a nice goal. And finally, yeah, we get to see Aaron finally finish one of those chances here. Um, and maybe that's why Coach left him out there. Maybe he wanted him to pick up a couple of goals, get some confidence as Carmel heads in to the rest of this week. Again, if uh, you weren't with us in the first half, Carmel does play another conference matchup this Wednesday against St. Pat's, and that game is at Resurrection High School. And 
that. And then they have a few days off, which I'm sure they're looking forward to considering how tight their schedule has been. Um, and then they have Bennett Academy on Monday, and that game is away as well. And that should be one of the deciding matches along with the Carmel-St. Vider match for who wins the East Suburban Catholic Conference Soccer Championship this year. We now have 14 minutes to play in the second half. Carmel maintaining a 12-0 advantage over Joliet Catholic. Uh, it's Joliet Catholic with the throw in on the near side. Paulson trying to control it, but it skims off his foot and rolls all the way back to the goalkeeper for Carmel Catholic. Goalkeeper switching it to the right side. And we see Camden Krautsack there um, picking up the ball. The freshman goalkeeper who is in for the injured Kyle Nauer. Uh, we saw what happened last week uh, when Carmel was playing Notre Dame. Nauer had, uh, had made a play on the ball and um, had actually run into the goalpost making a save and uh, suffering a concussion from that hit and he has been oh, out wow. for the past few days yeah we weren't sure what happened on that play if you remember it, it i thought there was a collision there was we saw him kind of limping around and um what had happened was he had uh, in in making that save run into the post oh wow um and uh, i think he didn't really know that he was injured and then it turned out the next day um they diagnosed him with a concussion oh wow that's so, really unfortunate uh, as we all know, concussions are much more um, we're much more aware of those, and we do a much better job of treating those now. And uh, he will be going through the protocol that we always go through here at Carmel, and uh, we will wait for our training staff to deem him ready to play again. Julia Catholic with the goal kick. Goalkeeper kicks it to the middle of the field, and it goes out of a Carmel player, and it is a Julia Catholic throw-in. We have 12 minutes to play in the contest. This East Suburban Catholic Conference matchup and Carmel is well on their way to picking up their second conference win of the season. Carmel keeping possession, trying to switch the field here. Matt Helen stepping up in the back, trying to take his space. Create a long ball. Good ball by Matt Helen. Trying to find Austin Aaron, but just is a little bit too far for his, you know, great ability. He was kind of isolated there. He had, he had three Joliet defenders around him and uh, didn't have a lot of help up there with him on that play. Yeah. It was a great idea, but just wasn't on. <coughs> Number 11 carrying it up for Carmel Catholic, which is Fix. A great run there by Passarelli down the wing. Centers it, and we see Aaron score again. That's his second goal in the past 10 minutes for Carmel Catholic. A very nice finish on that one. This is just, it's a great game for Carmel, and uh, it's a little hard game for Julia Catholic tonight. We now see Coach Krawczak taking Aaron out of the game, so again, uh, perhaps he wanted him to pick up a couple of goals, boost that confidence as Carmel heads into the rest of this week and next week. Score is now 13-0 in favor of Carmel over Joliet in this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup. We have 10 minutes to play in the game. Right after the kickoff, Joliet Catholic loses possession, trying to force the ball that it just wasn't open there, and now Carmel Catholic is taking it up to the long side of 
Joliet Catholic's defensive end. Kegel had a hard run there. Uh, he doesn't win the end line, but he does earn a corner. On September 24th, WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio, the Institute on Religious Life and Lake County Rides to Life invites you, invites you to the Lake County Catholic Breakfast. Render unto Caesar. The event will begin with Holy Mass celebrated by His Excellency George Rassus, Auxiliary Bishop of the Archdiocese of Chicago at St. Joseph Catholic Church in Round Lake, Illinois, at 8 a.m., followed by breakfast at Banquet Route 60, featuring keynote speaker Father Brian Malundi. On the church teaching on forming one's conscious in the light of November election, cost is $25 per person or $250 for a table of 10. To register, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on News and Events. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org or call 847-223-7022. That's 847-223-7022. Carmel Catholic taking on Joliet Catholic Academy in an ESCC soccer match up here. Carmel uh, has right now a 13-0 advantage over Joliet Catholic and we have eight and a half minutes to play in the second half. And a service by number eight for Carmel which is Cole and it gets a corner kick for Carmel Catholic. And it looks like Rob Rao is going to take this again. And again floats it in, but what a beautiful ball. Carmel, two chances there and just can't convert. And uh, now Jimmy Felina, the goalkeeper, 40 yards out of his net on the dribble, uh, is a uh, brave run by Joliet's uh, goalkeeper there. He does lose possession, but uh, manages to make it back before Carmel can bring the ball back up the field. It was a nice try, but uh, just wasn't, no. Well, <laughs> just I, no. I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if there's a little frustration right now, not only among him, but, but the rest of the Joliet players at this point. You know, I'm not sure what difference it makes if he had if he had lost possession and conceded another goal. That's um, very true. You know, hopefully at this point he's just having some fun. You know, at this point I think it's really good as well that, you know, they're level-headed and they're not, getting besides himself, which is great. I find that to be fantastic because most teams would would probably be screaming up and down the field and, you know, going crazy. But they're, they're very good team players, I will say that. Very good I, sportsmanship. Yeah, I think that's a great point that you make too, because we haven't seen any cheap play. There's, there haven't been any rough fouls. They're not, uh, they're not taking out their frustration on Carmel. They're not yelling at each other. Um, sometimes that's not easy when you're in a game like this. So yeah, you do have to give Joliet a lot of credit. Really showing their Christian values here. Score is 13-0. We have six minutes to play in this ESCC soccer matchup between the Carmel Corsairs and the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. Looks like Rob Rao was fouled there, a little slow to get back into action, and uh, it looks like Matt Helen is going to take this free kick for Carmel. Number seven, Matt Helen is kicking it up. 
And a long ball into the box by Matt Helen. Oh, almost a goal by Carmel Catholic with the header there. Yeah, and, and Brett Clough had a header there and uh, on frame, but Jimmy Felino comes up with the save. It was a great idea by Matt Helen to see Brett Clough there on the far side and almost capitalize on that opportunity and get a, get another goal. Jolie Catholic with the goal kick. Long ball in the middle of the field. Jolie Catholic tried clicking it up, and they do. Trying to make a long run. Trying to use their speed to their advantage. Yeah, Tyler Caput is a freshman for Joliet with a nice little flick there to start the attack. It's Great not, speed. Great speed, I saw. It's not easy being a freshman on the varsity. There's a big difference between, uh, you know, a 14-year-old and an 18-year-old. <laughs> and it's that Brett Clough trying to come up all the way from the back and try to get his opportunity at goal as well. Five minutes to play. Carmel 13, Joliet Catholic Academy 0. Something called on Carmel. Joliet kicks it down the field quickly, but Carmel quickly gets the ball. Carmel almost having a loss of communication there. Two players going for one ball. Andrew Keckel getting for the turn. And Joliet Catholic kicks it out of their defensive end. Yeah, Keckel couldn't quite connect. He didn't have a lot of options there either. Are you enjoying this All-Star Catholic High School Soccer Game of the Week? Did you know that you can listen to it again later on demand? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org, click on Listen, then Programming. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org, Listen, then Programming. And for the fourth time tonight, we have scored while <laughs> reading an advertisement. <laughs> um, it looked like... Uh, I, you know, honestly, I can't tell who put that one away. Uh, Carmel was, took the ball down the right flank, served it in across the face of the goal, and, and scored their 14th goal of the night. We now have four minutes to play. Carmel with a 14-0 advantage. Uh, and again, this is a soccer broadcast, uh, not a football broadcast. <laughs> Carmel has been quite dominant tonight. And Carmel, not Carmel, excuse me, Joy Catholic going for the long ball there. That looks very similar to the to the other game that we broadcasted, where uh, that was one of their tactics as well. Trying to get the ball in deep and see if they can capitalize on that opportunity. You know, we were talking earlier about the ESCC and the geographical challenges. This conference, uh, Carmel is the northernmost school in this conference. Uh, Joliet is the southernmost school. But then you have uh, Marion Central way out on the west. Uh, and there really is no way, no good way to get there. And then you have schools in LaGrange like Nazareth, uh, schools all the way on the south side like Marist, um, way down in Chicago Heights. And, uh, and this conference can be, can be quite a challenge. Also, of Marion Catholic down there, uh, far far south side of the city. A lot of long bus rides. Yeah, those long, long bus rides. A fair amount of those on Wednesday nights, and it makes Oof. it difficult for students to get Oof. their to get their studies into. Uh, many a time, seeing the students uh, reading their books uh, and doing <laughs> their homework on the bus, even if it is in the dark. Yeah, a lot of times using that cell phone for light. But, uh, <laughs> we have a lot of good a lot of good student athletes in this conference. Two minutes to play in this ESCC soccer matchup. Carmel maintaining a 14-0 advantage over the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. Carmel keeping possession. 
Devin Cole passing it out wide to Chris Gala. Trying to get a short service in, passing it back to yet again Cole. I think that was Gresick. And the goalkeeper scoops it up. Yeah, Almost gets fouled there, but uh, manages to have good hands on that ball. Jimmy Felino picking up the loose ball and punting the ball well over half, all the way behind Carmel's back line. And uh, we've got a little foul on Matt Helen there. John Matthews ran into the back of him as he tried to guide the ball back to Camden Krautsack, Carmel's freshman goalkeeper who is into the match tonight in place of um, Kyle Nauer who is currently injured. One minute left in the match between the Carmel Corsairs and the Joliet Catholic Academy Hilltoppers. Carmel 14, JCA 0. Joy Catholic with a long ball and carrying it down wide to Carmel's defensive side. Goalkeeper scoops it up. It is. And Krautsack there with the grab. 48 seconds left. That was probably Joliet's best opportunity of the that game was. so far. So far. With 42 seconds left on the clock. And a good little flick there by Greshik. And Eric Johansson into action, starting an attack. Luke Johnson now on the ball. 20 seconds left. Carmel apparently going to go for goal one last time. Trying to play a nice, easy game of possession, Carmel Catholic is. Serves it in, and Devin Cole with a flicked header, but he puts it just wide, and now we will have the final seconds ticking off the clock here. And your final tonight is Carmel Corsairs 14, Joliet Catholic Academy 0 here from Mundelein, Illinois. That is your final, and we will now be sending it back to the studio. <laughs>